Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate it on iTunes as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. In today's episode, we will be discussing the Archangel Safkiel, who is the Archangel attributed to the sphere of Bina on the Tree of Life and the planet Saturn. As you may be aware from our episode on Bina, this sphere is the seat of the Divine Feminine on the Tree of Life, and it is here we find the most powerful goddesses, including Isis, as well as Hecate, as well as all other goddesses you can imagine. They're all This is the base of that Divine Feminine energy. Bina is also the sphere of Saturn, which is traditionally the planet of restriction, binding, banishing, karma, as well as the gradual ageing and death of all things. Bina is also the sphere most closely associated with the experience of the disillusion of the ego and the experience of crossing the abyss, for it's here in the reflective pool of the dark goddess that we begin to see the machinery and workings of our personality and we really see the the lower self as being an illusion from that point of view. So it's almost like this big ocean that we all return back to, the warm bosom of the Eternal Mother. So that's the sphere of uh, Bina. So Safkil is the Archangel of Bina. Safkil has many different names, including Zafkiel, Zafkiel, Zafchiel, Zafiel, and Zalel. Um, the usual meaning of the name is beholder of God, God's knowledge, which obviously relates to the invisible Sephira of Dart, or the watcher, the observer, the spy of God. Zafkiel is also traditionally meant to be the chief of the Order of Thrones and is also one of the seven archangels before the throne of God. Zafkiel also rules one of the angelic choirs called Erolim, which according to Jewish tradition are linked with the primal waters, darkness and inertia and the Erolim angels empower people really to kind of courageously take risks and really to do with building closer relationships with God and each other. Zafkiel is also known as the angel of understanding and compassion and she can help people to to learn how to love others with unconditional love um, resolve conflicts forgiveness develop compassion and help others in need as well so sometimes it's almost like a higher level of uh, the kind of merciful aspects of Zadkiel and um, it's very very similar a good way of thinking about Safkiel it's very much to do with this kind of unconditional love a mother has for a child so if we think about you know, uh, you can do whatever, you, ever, anything right or wrong. Mother will always love you at some level. So this is caring aspect of her in Bina that shows this kind of embodying this divine feminine aspect of, of creation. And in this role as directing the, the sort of divine feminine energy and compassion, it can be said that Safkiel is looking both at God or the divine, but also downwards towards Malkut. So it's this kind of dual vision aspect that we get with this particular archangel. So it can help us to understand 
themselves, but we also we also hold ourselves accountable to the highest standards. The goddess does not, um, you know, take things lightly. So it's a very high standard. Seeing everything, seeing everything people do from an accurate perspective, from the perspective of God, and it's this aspect that can be can be challenging and can be distressing from that point of view because it's a brutal facing of the truth within us um, which is very much the the aspect of Saturn. Saturn is the planet of facing our fears, understanding our weaknesses and finding the inner strength and courage to continue with things when all seems hopeless and this idea is of strength is expressed quite well in the following quote and it's a quote from um, following Safkiel is the prince of spiritual strife against evil and as such makes a formidable ally against those that would do you harm. He can be frightening to those that are not ready for him, but that is merely because of what he represents. The intense spiritual journey ahead that demands no less than perfection from all those that seek it. As such, those not seeking that kind of experience will seem to vanish from your life as the energy of Safkiel's presence will instill fear in those that are not prepared for such an encounter. It is said that only the weak and unprepared turn and run. This cliché can be very true when you walk with Safkiel. However, through Safkiel's insistence, you can understand those things which confront you in life and learn to overcome them in the most effective spiritual manner possible. The Archangel Safkiel is also the keeper of the Akashic Records, which, as you will see, can be revealed to you in time and with an increase in understanding. And that's from uh, Gareth Knight, um, from his Practical Guide, if people are interested. The mention of Akashic Records is quite interesting from that point of view um, in relation to what he's talking about with Safkiel. Although a lot of people don't agree with the idea of there being a record of all things, a good way of understanding that could both think about the Kashuk records is that they represent essentially this sort of memory of God which um, records all things during the cause of manifestation. And this is something Knight continues with in his practical guide, which I'd highly recommend if people haven't read it. And he says the following Thus the Archangel Safkiel, in that all the karmic records are under his jurisdiction. It's a higher analogue of the dark angel of the soul of man who mediates the armour force of discipline and regeneration to him. Just as the Archangel of Hochmer, Ratziel, represents archetypally the bright angel of the soul of man who brings illumination and guidance. The dark angel holds the repository of soul's karma and the bright angel's its destiny. Destiny is the task the spirit undertook to carry out on entry into manifestation and karma is the action, necessary, often painful, to readjust past errors that have occurred through the fall of man in order that he shall be in a position to take up his work of destiny to return his hand to the plug. So what he's saying there is, you know, it's a bit like what we were talking about before with regards to Zadkiel, this concept of um, our true, true potential, really, uh, is is very much this this idea of adjustment and learning and moving forward to try and undercover that and see what we should be doing and having the strength to actually 
go ahead and do it. And as a watcher of God, which is one of Safkil's titles, Safkil also, in a sense, represents ourselves watching God. And this is something William Gray talks about when he says the following. In another sense, Safkiel is the eye of God in ourselves that observes us as we truly are in relation to the great reality. There are moments when we see ourselves with a fraction of such sight and the experience may shatter a soul to its depths. If none have seen God and lived, who has seen man and remained sane? Only when we have crossed the abyss and gained the safety of the Great Mother's arms in Bina, dare we look back without fear. Retrospection is always unwise until we are free from conditions behind us. So through Zafkiel, Zafkiel observes all things and through awareness is able to make us make decisions. So thus we can think of the sphere of Keter as being this light that is filtered through Chokhmah and then into Bina. And Bina is the seeing aspect. It's this eye that is actually looking down and seeing everything below it. And there's nothing we, we, we... we can't hide from that image, we, you know, just in the same way that we can't hide from ourselves, can't hide from the dark shadows inside ourselves. No matter what you hide, no matter what you try to conceal, um, everything comes up, comes to light at some point. And this is something Gray talks about when he says the following. Safkial is the cautionary eye of counsel which advises on all observable points concerning the matter under approach. He never makes decisions, but provides means for making them. Without him, there would be nothing to decide, for there could be no question of choice. Before the left-hand pillar came into being at Bina, there was no divergence of polarised consciousness. And that's very much this concept again of balance, which you get across the tree of life there's two the, there's the three pillars um, the pillar on the left we've got the middle pillar and then the pillar of force on on the on the other side so it's the pillar of form middle pillar pillar of force and this is this balancing this is this aspect of everything is balanced out by its other side and the the work the real work of the magician the work of the worker of light is one way you could talk about it is actually finding that middle pillar and balancing out those different aspects within ourselves and if you look at the work of the tree of life particularly if you're doing sort of path working up the up the different paths you, you normally would go up from side to side so you'll, you know you, you'll start either from the top or the bottom so you'd start with like the 30 second path you know going up the the universe and then from there you'd cross over into the different paths from different Sephiroth. And it's a kind of winding a winding route um, rather than just going straight up the middle pillar through through the universe, um, <clears throat> temperance, and then up through um, the high priestess up to Keta, which is one option which you could do, but that um, would, would not be this kind of balancing aspect of ourselves. So because we make a winding path, we learn about different aspects of nature and we're incorporating all those different elements from both pillars into ourselves and thus working that individuation. 
For the point of view of iconography, Safkiel is, um, as I said, Archangel Saturn. Um, so generally visualised dressed in black. Um, one good way of working with Safkiel in terms of imagery is picture of, is the kind of Grim Reaper um, iconography. So it's very much this kind of dark um, aspect. But you can obviously access this um, archangel through you know different goddess imagery as well and so it's definitely worth sort of checking that out if that's something interesting that's all we've got time for today thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult London podcast i hope you enjoyed it please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show thanks very much Monday night.